What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories behind some of Idol Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Wednesday at 11 a.m. I almost said Monday. It has been a while been since a while we were on Monday. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but you didn't, though. You I didn't. Corrected. It didn't. You, you pulled it off the wall. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the Idol Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're this live in the chat and you leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, We'll ask them later in the show, but until then, Aaron, be Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Aaron M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, six book series set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring three of your favorite idol champions, champions, Frida Havilar and Mahen. Uh, and I am a uh, content designer for idol champions and a place at Celia and Dungeon Scrollers. We could have just gone super, super OG, and you could have been like all the lore that you need to know about. Now I would have been like, we just like just S1 E3, run it all back. Yeah. Hi, B Dave Walters. I do that. Yeah. That's everywhere around the interwebs. People will let me talk about stuff. I write, I perform. Mainly, I just do whatever it takes to let me be around Evan, Aaron as much as humanly possible. Who's that's true. <laughs> uh, Aaron of the thousand Evans. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there's a there's a number of them. Yes, I will it. say. It, it, speak, speaking of the acting part, you want to see B Dave do some acting? Check out Invitation to Party. I was catching up on last night. This man acts in that. He does not just DM. He acts. I do, I do try to hearken for sooth on occasion. Yeah, he may or may not have used a mic as a knife. <laughs> 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 on an old woman no less <laughs> yeah. so yeah we're part part one of the finale is this friday three o'clock uh, uh 3 p.m on g4 twitch and youtube and then mondays at 3 p.m on uh television worldwide wherever fine television wherever can be located wherever fine cable boxes are hooked up to <laughs> <laughs> Our, our artisanal cable boxes that have to be like wood grain with inlay yes a hipster comes to your house complains about your decor and then sets it up <laughs> that is that is that is how you have to access our show yep, it's true, that's true it's true uh but yeah we're here today to talk about uh some some fancy dragons uh artisanal fancy, I dragons they're artisanal fine artisanal dragons um <laughs> And it's uh it's celebrate uh, the, uh because today Disco the baby Moonstone Dragon familiar is uh is being released in game, uh it was made in uh with help from Brian Gray aka Urban Bohemian and uh the uh the purchasing it in the game is going to uh, help donate money to the Canadian Cancer Society and that goes all the way through February twenty second I believe. Um, hey. And so yeah, we, we we got we got a gem dragon, so we thought that it would be a fun time to talk about gemstone dragons, but also metallic dragons. But let me let me start with the moonstone dragon. I say as I drop the vitamin. I um, <laughs> had a um, a moonstone dragon in the Black Dice Society, and one of the so yes. they're, they're they're dragons that are native to the Feywild, uh, and they perceive time non-linearly. So I had a lot of fun with that, having this like Dr. Manhattan dragon that is like talking to them about things that haven't happened yet. You know, like nice. they'd ask him, they'd ask him questions and he's like, I've told you this so many times. You know? <laughs> like, they're like, we've never met you before. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like we went flying on the, on the, the over Faerun, don't you? Oh, you don't remember, hasn't happened, right. And then every <laughs> once in a while, would just stop and reintroduce himself to them and they're just like what what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i had a lot of, nice. fun, with that. A lot I, of fun with that okay so i i didn't know that that was a, a a moonstone dragon thing i thought that was just that specific dragon's deal um no this okay so hear me out hear mm -hmm. me out hear me out um, hearing you out this Bane's Treasury of Dragons. Oh, you mean just this little this, just, just little this thing old, right here? The special edition oh, of this baby. Look at that. Um, oh. I, I I actually had access to the PDF before it came out, and that <gasps> was that was the thing that I'm like, let me go double check with the Moonstone Dragon that that didn't change. I didn't make that up though, so please talk amongst yourselves. Um, oh, make sure that that is in fact a thing. Crafting about Muse in the chat says that you even hinted about Nika. Uh, you know. There you go. I now got to go back and listen to that episode. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's like you uh, thought uh, about things. 
Oh, hello, Crafting Muse. Yes, there was there was there was a twist that was 30 episodes in the making. And yes, the dragon with a nonlinear perception of time very much hinted at what was about to happen, and they missed it <laughs> again. Yes. But okay. please talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh gem dragons are definitely newer to me. Um, but you know, I, I came in uh during you know the middle of fourth edition. And I think mm -hmm. by that time we'd had enough monster manuals that were there was the volcano dragons, the earthquake dragons, and all the other dragon, dragon, I like dragon, the dragon catastrophe dragons. Dragon, they were fun. Yeah. They were until I ran one and then realized, oh god, I'm about to murder these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the all those they go all the way back to second edition. All the okay. different kinds, yeah. Different yeah, that was one thing I wasn't things. sure about was when the other types of dragons started to uh to come in because uh, when you think when a lot of people think back to uh, what the older editions look like they think of like tiamat and the red dragons yeah. and stuff like that you don't mm -hmm. really hear about metallic let alone gemstone in older editions so the um i will say looking just because it is an easy quick way to check uh looking at the amethyst dragon there mm -hmm. are first edition stats for it really so it's definitely been around mm-hmm um, I think that I mean the the they're rarer, right? Yeah. Um, they're meant to be more. Uh, sorry, I'm scanning for particularly early inclusions. Um, oh, yeah, gotta... the gem dragons are. Um, they're more solitary. They're. Um, I think they're. Hmm? I'm checking. I'm checking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to say things about loading, planes and loading. then people are going to go, that's not correct. <laughs> I was about to say, um, normally, normally we cover each other when we're looking. I know, at we're just like, like we're overlapping here. No, I'm, 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 I will, I will figure out where it is in this book. So there, but I'm fairly, 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 fairly certain that was something that was a characteristic of the Moonstone Dragon and not just a, something I made up for Magata because they're creatures of, uh, yeah. they're creatures of dreams and they can come in and out of dreams too. What? Which is yeah, the gem dragons are planar. They're they're mm -hmm. generally connected to the inner planes, so um, they're not usually the dragon that's in the cave that you got to go slay. You have chromatic dragons for that. They're not mm -hmm. usually the dragon that's like, you know, wise and giving you quests and things. You use metallic dragons for that. Yeah, they're a little bit oddballs, but they're interesting. And they're very flamboyant, which of course works for me. <laughs> they, they, they fill me with a lot of internal conflict because they're the fanciest and most flamboyant but not the most powerful so then i'm like oh mm -hmm. yeah. so would so chromatic dragons i would i think it's safe to say is the most common form of dragon right mm -hmm. so would would you say that it kind of goes like chromatic and then there's fewer metallics and then even fewer gemstone I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I don't know that they're actually um, fewer. You know, like I mean, I don't. I don't know that there's anywhere they that there's like a, more yeah. in the lore. Is what I would say. Ooh, I, what I, would I like. will say. What I will say is, um, chromatic dragons are the best dragons. Um, <laughs> no bias here at all. Tiamat is the goddess of chromatic dragons. Uh, metallic dragons are really stupid because that's Bahamut. I tried so I, I actually tried yeah. this morning when I was scrambling to make a code for this episode. I was gonna make it Bahamut is cool, but it wouldn't fit. <laughs> Rightly so. We would have broken the system. It's really dumb. Just let's just start with that. Really dumb. So most most of the, the primary adversarial dragons are chromatic, you know, black, red, white, green, blue. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um the lame good dragons are uh, <laughs> uh gold. Gem Oh, no, no, please. No, no, no. I was sorry. I was going into a different topic and my brain was just slow in realizing you were still talking. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just making sure I, I, uh, gold, silver, bronze, copper, brass, mercury, iron, and steel, and platinum, and platinum uh, are all the metallic dragons. And those are roughly the good dragons. Wasn't there also like, I don't know if it's in this edition, but I vaguely remember like an adam adamantium dragon or something. Adamantine dragon. Oh, adamantine, yeah. I mean, and fourth ish. Yeah. I feel probably. like it should have like extendable claws. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the gem dragon god is Sardior. 
That was actually a question that uh, came up. Uh, Actually, it was from Mars. Uh, Metallic dragons uh, are to Bahamut and chromatic dragons are to Tiamat as gemstone dragons are too. So what what was the name of that one? Sardior. Sardior? S-A-R-D-I-O-R. Yeah, he's the ruby dragon. The ruby dragon. Ruby dragon. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Like psionic stuff. Oh my god! Dragon. I need a giant ruby dragon voiced by Chris Tucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I Thank like you for coming it. With, Thank you for coming with me on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was slow on it. I'm sad at the seconds of that joke that I missed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here. Right here. We, we got a million of them. Yeah, and then the gem dragons are amethyst, emerald, sapphire, topaz. Crystal, Obsidian, and Belgeral. Ooh. Belgeral. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> a rare but powerful species of gym dragon. It looks like it's kind of purplish. It's only from second edition, though, which means it was probably ridiculous. <laughs> they, all, they have a lava-like coloration with gray or black palettes interspersed with red and yellow outlines. That's hmm. cool. Older Belgeral dragons lost this coloring, instead developing a dark gray and violet scales streak with incandescent blue and green. Yeah, so you were talking about volcano dragons. That's kind of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, apparently you're a little quiet. Maybe, maybe bring, your, mi- bring, maybe bring your mic over there. Right, am, I still, am I still quiet, y'all? I think, I think, mm. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've, yeah. I turned the gain down a little bit because I, if I turn it up, you will hear me. Hear me blah, 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 blah. You will hear me, but it'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you were saying, B. Dave, that you know, chromatic dragons uh, are the evil ones. Metallic dragons are. They're, they're, they're the best ones. I believe. Excuse that was the me. I excuse me. Yeah. I, I, I misspoke. Right. No. Uh, then allow me to say in my words, chromatic dragons are the evil ones. Metallic no. seem to be the good ones. Is there an alignment-like thing for the gemstone dragons? Neutral. Neutral. They're pretty, they're pretty self-absorbed is the way that I've seen it framed. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm sparkly, I'm sparkly. I'm sparkly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're kind of set up as, as various shades of neutral. Um, okay. I, I kind of like the idea of like a massive like sapphire dragon just being like I have no strong opinions either way. <laughs> See, I went, I, like, I went straight. Oh. I went straight to hedonism, bud. I oh. regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let us convert like the Greeks of old. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That is definitely yeah. I I feel like when I think of them, it's more of a like you know adventurers show up and are like pick a side and they're like. Who are you and why are you Gross. here? Gross. Um, I, I, I don't recall asking what you want me to do, so. I like that. To be fair, I feel like kind of all the dragons sort of feel that way, though. They're like, That's mm, true. Yeah, why are you? Stop it. But, well, so they're... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. This is one of those times I'm like, did I make this up or was this a real thing? <laughs> There's a council of metallic dragons, right? Yeah, Council of Worms. Yeah, okay. So I'm assuming by the neutrality of them, there is no Council of Gemstone Dragons. I don't think so. Um, I see, to me, it just became... It just just (laughs) became like... It's an episode of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race where they just like read adventurous to filth. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Just the li- when you come in front of the the Council of Gym Dragons, just the library is open. <laughs> you know, you walk in, they're like, "Oh, hunty." I love Those the idea. Those graves do not match that wolfskin cloak. I love the yep. idea of the Gemstone Dragon Council just being like a panel of judges on a reality TV show. I mm-hmm. genuinely love that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, and and that's the name of the show. Oh, hunty. Oh, yeah. hunty. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is. I like this line for kind of pinpointing it because I was looking for like, is there? Because I don't think there is. But mm. um, so this is about amethyst dragons. While they thought copper dragons and silver dragons were foolish, and they disliked red dragons and white dragons, they were not fundamentally opposed to any creature. They're just like you're over there. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although not all of them are, are, are uh, highly materialistic. Um, 
That yeah. Do do gemstone dragons have hordes? Because like they are their horde. That's what I was about to say. They are the horde. <laughs> For the horde. Uh <laughs> I, I knew I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm like, don't, don't. Ah, yeah. You had to. Uh, Not happy. Of- stupid too. Yeah. <laughs> Except for except for except for blood elves. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this one just mm. uh, flipping through Fizban. Yep. Topaz dragons uh, horde information. Oh, they're the, they're the Nosferatu. And they're really of, interested uh, in undead, so they like things. They, they really sometimes are. keep undead creatures in their horde as curios. That's really that's an interesting one. They're like, okay, so we're made of treasure, so we're gonna hoard other things. The real treasure is the liches you made along the way. <laughs> yeah. I like it. What is this dragon horde? I hoard the concept of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sapphire dragons hoard weapons and armor and military history records and tactical. Half manuals. of that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one which, of is my... inter- which is Pardon. interesting if you think about it. I mean, and I guess humans do this too, that I'm like, you're collecting all this armor and weaponry that you, well, I was going to say they physically can't wield, but maybe they can shapeshift. Could you just imagine them just like basically are glorified cosplayers? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it's, it. It's like They're like all, a reenactor. Yeah, exactly. And everything's all like dinged and banged up. And you're like, did you kill these people? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Cause, no, no. Cause they can take, hu- they can, they can shapeshift, take human form, right? These are dense. Yeah, almost, almost all of From the, scene, yeah. the battle of Telflam. But exactly. like, just imagine yeah. how gaudy that human would look. Polymorph from oh, yeah. a gem oh, yeah. dragon. Glittery blue hair. Oh there's, yeah. I was going to say. That's, they're of... not gaudy. They're fashion forward. Thank you. <laughs> One of my favorite books is uh, To Say Nothing of the Dog. And there's a character in there who just like as a sort of thematic element is constantly breaking down the Battle of Waterloo and where did Napoleon mess up? And I feel like this is interacting with the Sapphire Dragon. Yes. Just like like this this conversation topic just continually comes up. Um, and it like structurally for the novel is exactly right. But if I imagine that person, I'm like, oh my God. I... Oh my god! I now want to do a game that is the the all of the players are polymorphed gem dragons and stuck in that form, and they now have to care about something <laughs> in order to get back to their original form. Oh, that sounds delightful! <laughs> I mean, that's like half of Norse mythology. I think there, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like either yeah. care about something or have something care about you, which is even worse. You know? <laughs> also, there's a giant squirrel on a big tree. It's gonna mess you up. Uh. <laughs> a lot, a lot of giant something that's gonna mess you up. To tell you the truth, there was a, there was a recurring, a recurring theme um, in the old mythos there as well. Um, so uh, you know, I, I usually try to save the questions for for last, but there, there's some that are popping in here that are actually sparking uh, good questions for during the episode. Uh, Fool's genius says, "Question: Are there any notable gem Draco liches?" But that begs the question: Are there Ooh. gem Draco liches? I don't think so uh although theoretically there could be because normally evil dragons are the ones that become draco liches and some of the gym dragons oh. can be neutral evil um so it's possible but not really huh i mean you know issuing Challenge a disclaimer you do what you want you, you do what you want <laughs> at your, your table of course well because like... usually the usually the draco liches are green or blue like yeah. there's not even a lot of red draco liches yeah, there, um, they, there's but, uh, there's the black draco lich. The one's got a name. Yeah, yeah. Spent a lot of time with those uh, the, those those babies. Um, See, this the, this this makes me ask the question now. Like, you know, some of the gem dragons, like the the moonstone dragons, they they look like you know dragons, but with like stones on them and stuff. But the the sapphire dragon is like pure sapphire. Does that thing have bones? Could he, <laughs> would he even have anything to raise? It's a wonderful I mean, question. Yeah, probably. Well, I, I so think would the, it be? Yeah, no. I'm I, I was gonna say the the biggest part about that. Well, okay. So I will give you two different answers. I'll give you the canonical answer, and then I will give you my own personal belief. As I love answer. this. Canonically, Draco liches have to choose to become that. They have to be like, yeah, I'll be undead. I'll give up you know, being already kind of functionally immortal to gain more power, which usually is because they already feel like they're a relatively low dragon on the totem pole and Mm -hmm. can go no higher. Mm. Uh, But they have to do it of their own free will. 
these other dragons that don't necessarily aren't necessarily evil and don't necessarily thirst for power but something like the topaz dragon like she was just saying that that likes the undead and cures information being like well do i have an offer for you you know what i yeah. mean like do you want to try something yeah right maybe I I I I don't know that it's canonical, but just kind of looking at these, I feel like gem dragons, all dragons, I think, are probably prone to boredom because when you live that long. But I feel like gem dragons are maybe a little more. So if you're gonna have a Dracolich gem dragon, it's probably because they were like, well, I don't know, I haven't tried that yet. Let's see. <laughs> I will <laughs> That's say kind of lich. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would think that the easiest way to do it, if you wanted this at your table is and i'm gonna get a little bit in the weeds here so I'm technically here the lich is not in the body the lich is in the phylactery the lich mm -hmm. is in the item mm. and they take over the body of a dead reptile technically any dead reptile but mm. i guess they really want a dragon body so you could have a lich that abandoned its form and took over the body of a dead topaz dragon or a dead sapphire dragon or whatever and then you'd have your gem draco lich even though the creature was good it's just basically just like a, a housing mount for the draco lich because it's actually the actual lich is in the phylactery not in the body i like that that'd be the easiest way that, mm -hmm. that sounds fun i actually just pulled up the image of the topaz dragon is that is that is that dude's wings backwards they, they look kind of well, bad. Now I gotta look. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I, I went I, past it. I remembered see. seeing somewhere oh, a dragon yeah, with backwards wings. It, yeah, I definitely think it is. That's That doesn't seem like a good way to fly. <laughs> you know, it's not. They don't do it by aerodynamics, they do it by imagination. imagination. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Multiple that people hurts are like, my brain. I, I, do, I do love it, by the way, when they're like, well, how do they fly like that? You're like, how do any of them fly? Period. <laughs> like, like, That's like, fair. Like I, I full agree. of hydrogen, like exactly. lots of explosive hydrogen. That's yeah. That that works for the ones that breathe fire. Yeah. That's one of those things, man. That it's like you once you dig so deep, the answer's always magic. Yeah. You're like because this, because this, because this, because because Ed Greenwood. That's what <laughs> you know. Yep. Very true. Very true. Um. The, the, I don't know why this popped into my head, but when Aaron was talking about the the lich essentially go like, "Hey, you want you want to you want to be a, a skeleton now too?" Just imagine like this topaz dragon being like that gif of Brian Cranston. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, so the cult of the dragon, um, uh, the people, the same people that brought Tiamat back, that's their whole thing. They're yeah. like Draco liches are going to rule the world, so they go around as as Draco lich missionaries. Imagine how hard of a job that is. That you got to find the yeah. dragon and then roll in there. Don't get scorched immediately and be like, "Hear me out, though." <laughs> we have Hear pamphlets. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like. You can live forever. It's like, I'm already going to live forever, but you can live forever and be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and also powerful. Yeah. Yeah, you right. know. just It's a little give and take. That's all. Mm -hmm. um, Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> uh, I will remind uh, chat that uh, you can drop your questions in there uh, for us to answer towards the end of the episode. Uh, I will say that we are going to try and end a little bit early. We've got a full day of streaming going on, and I want to make sure that the special episode of Bardic Inspiration that's coming up after this has enough time to get set up. So be sure to drop those in there so we can have uh, some, some some dragon question fun at the end. Um, but I did I did think that, you know, even though the episode's called Gemstone and Metallic Dragon, there are a bunch of other smaller dragon types that we probably aren't going to do a whole episode on, and this might sure. be a good time to talk about. Like, those, like the, 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 what did you call them? The cataclysmic dragons? Is that cataclysm what dragons? That, that's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with them? Um, man, you're, ju you're, you're juking off the topic. You, and you I'm know, like, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm all over the place. Let me catch that. I've had so much coffee this morning. Wait, I have to, I have to, hold on. Oh. The volcanic dragon is is the is the kind of big one um, for fourth edition. But wait, I have to give a shout out to Canthraxis, our homie, the dragon in the Moonshade Isles. Do B Dave, <laughs> B -Dave is lagging on my end. I'm sorry, viewers, if he is for you. But uh, oh, oh, there it is. Gorgeous. There it is. Yeah, Canthraxis. Yep. The 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 green dra uh, lich in the Moonshade Isles, or blue uh, Dracolich in the Moonshade Isles. And then I just brought my green Draco Lich just because I like it. And this one is like doing doing a pounce. 
This one's like, this is like the most predatory dragon looking that I love that, where it's all like, it's too late, and he's all like some meat hanging off of him. That's all. (laughs) There you go. I'm stalling for you, Aaron. Activate. (laughs) Um, Hang on a second. Well, okay. So, so, so what I'll say is in Fizzbin's Treasure of Dragons, right here, you know. it does have like if you haven't checked out the book, it does have a lot more than just like dragon lore and stuff in there because it does, which is really cool and everything. You know, it's, it's got a lot about Bahamut. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what I will say about this uh, as we enter the, uh, the the sales pitch portion of our show, that's uh, really neat. Uh, it is not just a lot of new kinds of dragons, but it's a lot of new options and details about the dragons that you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, ways to um, flesh out their layers, ways to flesh out the way just the presence of a dragon starts to affect the land around it. Uh, personality traits for them, quirks, uh, individual things. You can kind of bring them to life and make them something other than here's the CR30 thing you're supposed to fight this week. Uh, because something in my experience in all my years playing Dungeons and Dragons, there's surprisingly few dungeons and surprisingly few dragons <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons. So now, get whichever one you need. I will just say, just as a total aside uh the other one that i i had a lot of fun with the horde mimic i had a lot of fun with the moonstone dragon and i also had a lot of fun with the deep dragon uh i liked the deep dragon a lot it's like if Gollum was a dragon uh, <laughs> that, that my, I, yeah i had that come up in my in my D celebration game which was a whole lot of fun uh but i yeah. gotta say my, my favorite in here and it's actually one bd that you and i touched on when we did the uh the mind flare episode is the elder brain dragon the camera look I at this see. nasty boy it's oh, yeah. breath weapon guys it's breath weapon is mind flare tadpole brine with tadpoles in it mm-hmm. it's so Blech. gross i love it and my favorite thing is Wizkid is making a mini out of it oh for real oh, yeah my God. i might have to buy that nasty thing it's so cool um but yeah so yeah there's just there's so many little types of dragons in here um that just have their own little blips of lore and whatnot um the elder blaine dragon obviously mind flayer's got to a dragon Actually, one of my favorite, most ridiculous ones. I got to see if I can find the image of it. Audio listeners, I know that doesn't do anything for you, but you know, I will describe it. There's one that's just straight up called an eye dragon. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Found him, finally. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yes, Aaron. I was about to say the, the eye dragon, you got to, uh, you know, you have to buy a new one every six months. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, oh, here it, here it is. There's so, an eye drake. Yeah, so so this this thing, oh yeah, the eye drake. This mm-hmm. thing, I saw it. I just started laughing because I'm like, look at this ridiculous little thing. It's pretty. It, it's it's mm-hmm. like a tadpole got demon beholder thing. Beholder in my yeah. in my dragon. You so, got dragon in my beholder. So that's apparently <laughs> where they come from, though. It's when a beholder becomes obsessed with dragons so much so that they start dreaming about them, and in their <laughs> dreams they create eye drakes. Being a beholder sounds stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you've got going on, you can't talk about it to anybody because everybody is the worst and you hate them. And so <laughs> you're going to have stress dreams. So you wake up and there's weird monsters there like, are you my mommy? <laughs> Yeah, and you're like oh. disintegrate. Uh, <laughs> uh, not again. <laughs> you wake up and the windows open, and you're like, "What left now?" Yep. Uh, yep. I, ooh, that's that's too much for me. But it also sounds great if a beholder ever has ADHD and experiences hyperfixation, because then they just get really obsessed with something, and the next morning <laughs> it's there, and it looks like them. It's really great. <laughs> but I, I also, I but also it's lo- not them, so. I also love the idea, though, of like the, of like, so you're like, okay, what would we be like a dragon beholder? But how do we make that? And someone goes, all right, hear me out. <laughs> yeah. what we, we have made this in the lore established already. Yeah. Weird beholder dream. <laughs> yep. It's See, a monster factory. Monster factory. That that is that'd be a great name for a oh, show. Oh god, I just opened to the deep dragon. That thing is terrifying. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful though. Yeah, I will I'll hold up for the, can- the 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 pale eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that thing. Mm-hmm. Just, just that going through a cave? No, thank you. Yeah, and they can collapse their wings and collapse down so they can slide through holes and stuff like salamanders. 
Mm-hmm. The, and then come out. Although, Aaron, you said you were looking for a thing and you found that yes. thing. Oh, so, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Trevor asked about catastrophic, not cataclysmic, catastrophic dragons, yeah. catastrophe dragons, which were a thing in fourth edition. Um, That's why are... I have no recollection. Of <laughs> I know, I know. Plug your ears so you stay pure. Um, <laughs> you so these you'll are dragons. Showing, you'll have me show an ankle like a common harlot. Here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're right. dragons that embody like natural forces. So it's an earthquake dragon, a volcanic dragon, or tornado dragon. Um, I think there's like a blizzard one. Yeah, blizzard yeah. one that's like got all this crazy ice energy. Blizzard, earthquake, tornado, typhoon, and volcanic um, are the ones that I found. Um, they are a little tricky to track down because I think they are particular to that edition. Um, mm-hmm. But I did find some people who were uh, uh, adapting them for fifth. So. Oh, that's I, for some reason I thought that they were in this book, but it, it was the Great Worm that I was I was thinking of because I mean they they are pretty cataclysmic when you look at them. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. No, no, they're 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 there they're there to do business. I will say if you if you're looking to figure out ways to bring these things back from previous inferior editions, it is <laughs> <laughs> to reskin some of those existing stat blocks. I mean, there's a lot of stats in that book so that you're like, mm-hmm. this is close. Well, you know, I'll take this piece and this piece type thing, and you can pretty easily assemble it. Because I usually recommend doing something like that to help maintain a little more balance. Because when you just kind of start with, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 you have things that get out of hand pretty quickly. But if you're like, well, it has this attack block, and this breath weapon did this much damage, but instead of it being the fire breath, I'm going to make it the mind flayer squiddling breath. Which always make it the mind flare squishy oh, breath. <laughs> and uh, yep. There you go. Yep. All of advice. <laughs> that is true. I will say, though, if you ever go back and look at fourth edition stat blocks, those numbers might be a little shocking. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so man, the, 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 the great worms, I keep getting distracted by them because they're just freaking cool and terrifying and devastating. Um, the one. There's the- a gem great worm. They're yeah, like on topic even. Yeah, the gem great worm is freaking cool as heck, and I'm assuming that this is just—it's just a dragon that's lived a super long time. W- w- would that would that be a, a wrong thing to say about which one? Uh, about just great worms in general. It's just super old dragons. Yeah, they're. I mean, like orcs and goldfish, dragons keep growing to the size of their container. Mm-hmm. So oh. they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, yeah, and theoretically do more things, theoretically. Wow, I actually just found... Great Worm has a sidebar that's about uh, Sardior's Great Worm. I was just about to read that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your council. They are, yeah, they're, they preserve the memory of Sardior, who is, I believe Sardior's dead, actually. Yeah, uh, the Which, long you know, for a god. Yeah. It's like a DC, or it's like a DC or Marvel character dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deadish. I deadish. Got I got better. But I mean, again, when it's like when your god gets killed, he was like, mm. I did just realize though that this council, uh, so so they're called the uh, the. Oh, read the, it. It's great. Yeah, it's the the the, the five gem great worms uh, call themselves the Thanes of uh, Sardor, Sardi or whatever you say that. But my favorite thing is so there is an amethyst great worm, a crystal one, a emerald, and a sapphire, and a topaz. And they're, uh, each thane is actively seeking out their echoes across the worlds of the material plane, hoping to merge uh, with these other dragons with the goal of eventually uniting themselves to reform the great ruby dragon. You could do Steven Universe in, in D&D mm-hmm. with dragons. <laughs> I feel like that's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> you just straight up so, new Steven Universe. <laughs> I... All right, okay, hang on. I have to parse this carefully because I'm speaking in NDA right now. Um, Laser dots come up. That's true. They, they were like, we, we will do it. We will do it. The, the bullet will Sam Fisher from, peeks from... in through the back door. <laughs> um, but, uh, but here's the thing. But I'm like, no, it's in the book. You just said it out loud. Um, it, uh, hmm. Pay a lot of attention to that stuff about the... Uh, emanations and the echoes across the plains Ooh. i'll just say that Ooh. i'll just say that Ooh. read them sidebars 
<laughs> that being said, uh, just as an aside, Strixhaven also has five founder dragons. Oh, that's um, true. That's true. Each of, the, each, of the, each of the colleges. Yep. That uh, theoretically the dragons are still out there somewhere, but not necessarily. So yeah. I, I do love how hard Strixhaven went with that, though, because they're like, oh, it's magic school. You could just have fun and do all that. Who created the school? Giant, massive, terrifying dragons. Yeah, <laughs> learn. Cure your weakness and ignorance. <laughs> yeah. I am here to rule all. Also, that ink's magical and you can throw it at people and does damage is really neat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially the one that founded Prismari, whose name eludes me right now, which is the performance class. Yes. It's like this great and terrible jazz hands dragon. <laughs> yeah. like, Love it. I don't want to rule, I want to see. <laughs> Uh, yes, my, mighty dragon, uh, allow us to, to give our usual ritual hello. Jazz hands, spare fingers. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Dragon mm -hmm. rolls up to a fight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Yeah. Um, that's, that's when Tiamat's all five heads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, before we check in with uh, with the, with chat, like I said, we're doing a little bit early, so make sure we get out of here on time. And remember, you can still drop your questions in there, and Mars will grab them. Uh, any last things you want to touch on on just dragons in general? Yes. If you all saw um, Idol Champions Presents Part 3, uh, I had the honor and privilege of personifying the single greatest dragon of all time, Tiamat. Um <laughs> She's she's over there. She's she's you heavy. I'll pick. Oh oh no, there she is. No, wait wait wait. Do you ever? Is she still there with you, Trevor? Oh yeah, yeah, I still got one. She's over here. No oh, no, no yeah, my, mine's right. gone. I had to put the All hand right. of Vegna. Tiamat was attacking me too much. Uh, I mean, as she does. <laughs> uh, I I think the thing that you got to remember about your dragon um, characters is again, you know, the, in the previous history of the game, a lot of time it was just you just went in the mountain and fought the dragon because reasons. Yeah. Um, but you try and elevate them to more than that. I mean, they're very, very intelligent. Um, and they also don't necessarily want to die, but they also aren't necessarily that overly concerned with you or what your needs. So try, I, I like to almost think of them as like cats. I think of them as cats first. Uh, really intelligent, really powerful, really old cats. And then that'll kind of help you sort of like hit the right vibe for how they're how interacting with these is. mortals. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, um, I, I actually uh, found the first two episodes of, of the Vox Machina show. There's a dragon, and it. I actually think that they show dragon combat pretty well in that for it being intelligent um, and using the surroundings and stuff. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I. it's one of those where it's like, okay, remember a dragon is intelligent, but not DM meta knowledge intelligent. <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing that I always try to stress when, especially when it comes to dragons. Yeah. Well, you know, it depends on how intelligent. Because I, I, because there is a school of thought that that's how you get get across um, intelligence is the Sherlock Holmes esque. Of course, yeah. I knew you'd do. Yes. Blank. I mean, don't get me wrong; it gets very old if you do it a lot. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, you know, every once in a while, where the whole point is something is very intelligent, having it been like I have accounted for everything. <laughs> There's only so many ways in and out of this cave, and I've only got so many weak points, you know? So, yeah. it's, <laughs> like, it's like you show up with Smog, but Smog just has a tiny little chess piece over that one scale. Right there. <laughs> it's like round two, hobbits. Um, yeah. I got to read this this from the chat that Stabagale the Kobold put in there. Now I'm waiting for B-Dave to put in two black dragons named Mal and Anakin into a game. <laughs> <laughs> well now i have to step yeah. you do you do now i have to you know now but the, the problem is if i put two black dragons say mel and anakin like they're going to win now like i won't let them lose <laughs> that's true so, yeah yeah no no one would beat a dragon named penelope in my game what mm -hmm. if the players switch their bellies will they switch sides Oh yeah, for t well, I mean, chin scratches. Uh, yeah. Tummy scratches will get you. They'll be friends for a time, and then breath weapon. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're, that you're yeah, like, no, they're, they're enjoying this, and they're like, I'm not anymore. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you get it. You get them right under there, though. Yeah, just a little, little bit of a headbutt. Yeah, mm -hmm. friends forever. I love it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's check in with chat and see what's been going on. Uh, first question is from Banana Mobster. 
Uh, question, what category would the deep dragon fall into? Other. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I think there is a other There's category. Other category. Yeah, let me, yeah. I, I, the it, one it I love that's now. in the yeah. other category is am amber dragons, which you'd think were, would be gemstone dragons. Yeah. They're, they're other. I guess they're sort of gemstone dragons, but the other gemstone dragons are like, but not really. Yeah, they're yeah. made from trees. It's weird. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just the quote unquote dragon type. Because yeah. um, what you'll see when you look at the stat block, it'll say, and then in parentheses, it'll say the kind. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be like dragon parentheses, gem, dragon yeah. parentheses, um, blue or whatever. Yeah, they're um, yeah, they're just dragon type. The, the real bunny bees put in chat belly scritches get stitches <laughs> literally <laughs> literally that's a guy yeah. uh let's see uh so yeah uh, other is the is the, the answer for that one uh foolish genius 89 question uh can a metallic or gem dracolich slash shadow still sh uh shape change in the lore Monster Manual doesn't uh, take the uh, take that power away. A silver Dracolich sounds terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I. That's I, interesting. I mean, I think it's another one of those things that it's just like because reasons. Yeah. You know? Like I mean, I, I I generally feel like especially DD, you you find enough things like Star Trek jargon style to explain mm -hmm. it. It's there. Magic did it. Yeah. Yeah. But like I did it because of plot and narrative, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think theoretically, the I keep unplugging my thing. How dare you? <laughs> theoretically, the uh, the answer is supposed to be no, because mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense once you follow the thread for the record. Um, in that the shape shifting is supposed to be a function of its biology, and because mm -hmm. its body is dead, it can no longer do it. Um, but that'd make sense because it's shape-shifting as a function of magic, not as a function of biology and the magic should have carried over. So the answer is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. think that's got any, there's no lore anchors for it. So free for all. <laughs> yeah. I, w I would say though, if it shape-shifts, it should still look dead because yes. that seems yeah. one thing that is fairly consistent with liches is they don't really have much control over this anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. If, it, if, if it's like I'm a lich and they're like raw fight and it's like psych, I'm a draco lich. You know, that might be a cool reveal. I, yeah. yeah, there's only one lich I can think of, and I won't I won't name names because it is a bit of a spoiler for one of the campaigns. But yeah, there's only one lich I can think of that could change their appearance to not look like a lich. But that was mainly just for fun times of being like surprise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Although to your point though, if it's happened canonically once. It can happen again. Up, up, open season. Yep. Uh, Catch 23. Question. Uh, how do we uh, reconcile crystal dragons uh, being neutral when their primary trait is hospitality? <laughs> do they harbor fugitives, run a hostel that serves liches under the table? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're Switzerland, man. Yeah. yeah. Machine guns in the mountains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I would actually say that it would make sense if there was like a thieves den or hideout that was run by a crystal dragon, which sounds cool. They're it's like, like, it's like they're very Dallas. polite guests, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Somebody put be our guest. <laughs> be uh, our guest. Legally distinct. Okay, yep. Fine, legally fine. distinct. Yeah. Legally be distinct. our, uh, you know, Me. friend that stops by. <laughs> <Me>. Exactly. <laughs> hmm? Oh, yeah. I was, just, I was just trying to think of something instead of guest, honestly, whereas you're just like, you're like, be our patron. Be our patron. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to Jason Charles Miller. We got a new song. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. He did that. He could do it. He yeah. Could do it. He if do anyone it could. Five minutes. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, Deserton. Uh, would a dragon consider itself as good uh, evil or consider their behavior and actions as rightful and normal for a greater creature? Yeah, but here's yeah. what you got to realize. I again, every villain is the hero of their story. Correct. Everyone evil thinks they're good. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. yes. You yeah. know? 
Um, let's see. Cassius three three five question. Uh, how major does the catastrophe have to be to have its own dragon? Is there a <laughs> is there an internet outage dragon? <laughs> it's like the fairy dragon of catastrophe dragons. Mm-hmm. It just yes. sits on your computer and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe they're called gremlins. <laughs> I like that though. I do Having, too. Like little little pseudo dragon, fairy dragon size. Oh like, yeah! Inconvenience dragons. It's true. Okay. The mischief dragon. Yeah, yeah. mischief dragon. A Love series it. of like, unfortunate dragons. <laughs> uh, oh. But I, but I would but the catastrophe is not creating the dragon. The dragon's creating the catastrophe. It's vice versa. So like yeah. uh, like a like a younger cataclysm dragon would make like a smaller fire. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just the question there to the previous point about them being evil do they think they're doing a good thing uh, because like um um a point that i've made a lot of times when you try and keep your your keep clear how different something else thinks how alien it is where if you're like i have a problem this guy's bullying me help me fire spirit and the fire spirit's like dope i'll burn his house down you know because to the fire spirit that's not <laughs> You know, you're like, solve problems. Yeah, and you're like, maybe don't. And it's like, I'm literally a fire spirit, though. So, like, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, so the cataclysm dragon is probably like, woo, blizzard. And you're like, yeah, but you're, but people don't like blizzards. And you're like, how could they not? Blizzards right. are incredible. Doesn't sound yeah. like Let my me problem. Explain it to them. I think they're confused. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe they just haven't had enough of it yet. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Or it's like, stop trying to harsh my vibe. This is what I do. This, this is, is me. A fire spirit <laughs> voiced by Jeff Bridges. You mess with exactly. my Zen thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is not a phase. <laughs> Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, Babylon Ranger two two six one. So, are there really no steel dragons in five E besides the one NPC in Mad Mage? One, I didn't even know that about that NPC. Same thing. If there's the one, there are. You know, yeah. I mean, steel dragons were a thing previously. Um, again, there's the one. Yep. Which means there are the many. Which means that I is... mean, again, again, I realize we talk. We're talking. This show is all about canonicity and things like that. Yep. So we have to be like, well, here it hath been written that thus but at your table do whatever <laughs> yes you, you know if you have a species of half orc half dragon centaurs that have like descended uh or ascended up from the abyss to wreak havoc it's like y'all i had a a, a whole a hotel above the multiverse that a purple worm was sleeping in the lobby room of and I and that was stream. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, the end of the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, the, the last question is uh, from uh, Desterton one more time. How does a dragon become a Draco Lich? And for that answer, I'm actually going to direct you to our episode about said things. Uh, we did an episode about I think it we, I think it was called the Dragon Cult, Cult of the Dragon, mm-hmm. because they specifically have dealings with Draco Liches and, you know, the knock knock, have you heard about our Lord and Savior Draco Lich? Uh, so yeah, definitely check out that episode for more in depth about that. Um, would you like to question. be our Lord and Savior Draco? <laughs> <laughs> yes, what's up, Aaron? What was the dragon in that game? There was a dragon at that. Oh, that one is non-canonical. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. That was a void dragon, which is from Cobalt uh, Press's first Tome of Beasts. Okay. Um, and it was just one that I've always wanted to use, and we had space stuff already, so let's go. <laughs> oh, <that's so> cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on this list, going. One of these words is going to remind me of what it is because <laughs> it's not in Fizzvans. I will say while we're plugging stuff, if you want to see uh, a horde mimic or a deep dragon, check out my game I did for Celebration with Deborah Ann Wall, Patrick Rothfuss, Todd Stashwick, Matthew Lillard, and uh, Alicia Marie. Uh, that was one of the most fun games I've ever had. Nice. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horde dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that is where we are going to wrap this one up. Uh, make sure we got time for the other shows. Uh, friends, where can people find you? And what awesome things you're working on? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can join me uh, with these guys most weeks for writing about dragons and shit, a podcast about writing, uh, but not this week. Yeah, next uh, week. <laughs> I had to sleep, you guys. 
But we, but we all um, we all need to sleep. We all need to sleep. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I was about to say, I'm like a warforge. I just shut down for four hours and remain aware of my environment. I just like stop talking for a minute, and then I'm like, oh, back up. Yeah. And I am envious. Um, what else do I do? You can join me on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrollers on Mondays at 1.30 for concentration check, a co-writing yep. space, and come join me and we do some work sprints, get some stuff done, talk about creative projects. And then on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific for Dungeon Scrawlers, an actual play with a bunch of fantasy writers. Yeah. I am TV's B-Dave Walters, non-ironically. Uh, <laughs> host in Dungeon Master for Invitation to Party on G4, uh, which is live Fridays on G4's Twitch and YouTube at 3 p.m. Pacific, and then on the televisions Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Uh, I'm also DM of the Black Dice Society, which is a, a horror D&D stream, and also all over the place, anywhere else people will let me say words in front of a camera or microphone. A horror stream that won most wholesome moment from the TTRPG GIF Awards. <laughs> Because we contain multitudes, okay? Yes. Yes. I, I was happy about that, by the way, that I'm like, we got most awesome. Oh, uh, so good. That was delightful. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. You can also find me anywhere the Isle Champions community is because that's where I am. Uh, and also, you can check out uh, Pack Antics, which is the webcomic that I'm writing for Idle Champions right now uh, with Luke McKay doing the art. And that is new issues of that go up every Tuesday on our socials and also uh, on our Discord now. I got channels made for our regular comic and pack antics, so you can check those out there. Um, let's see. Uh, thank you to our mod Mars for doing an awesome job helping out today, grabbing those questions. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you thank you to Codename Entertainment for uh, letting us have some fun talking about some D and D. If you miss any part of this show, I'm hoping to get it up later today as a podcast. But today is an extremely busy day. It might slip through the cracks and go <laughs> and go up tomorrow. Uh, but they, it will be available there. Uh, but yeah, today we've got so much going on. We've got a special stream of uh, Bardic Inspiration coming up immediately after this. So be sure to hang around for that after that another episode of mars's guiding hand and then after that a special charity one shot run by lauren urban uh called moon dance which is celebrating Ooh. the release of disco the moonstone dragon uh. um brian gray uh the uh, who we partnered with to make disco it will be part of it uh and a lot of other really awesome and fun people so please be sure to check that out i'm going to be producing and modding it so i won't be there visually but i will be there I will, I will be present. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that is going to do it for this week's episode. And so until next week, champions out. <laughs>